Welcome to Season 2, Episode 11 of the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast. My name is Nikki and I'm coming to you from Johannesburg. Joining me this evening is Becca Braddock from Portsmouth. Hello. Carol Hayward from Surrey. Hello there, nice to be with all the girls again. And Mazza Morton from London. Hello. Hello everybody. Um, just a quick one, in case anyone is wondering where our podmeister Javid is... We've hijacked the show. <laughs> he is unharmed for the moment. Can't promise how long that's going to last. He's tied we up. Letting him go. Yeah. He's not tied up. I buried his body <laughs> under the patio. Um, I, I didn't know if maybe Aaron had kidnapped him. Well, <laughs> taken him away after last night. If they had such a good time, that they're still out on it. <laughs> they could be, they could be, but I hope we get him back because he's going to have to do all the editing and the techie things that need to be done with this. So, but for we now, don't need editing. Uh, yeah, exactly. He'll probably take now, all that out. <laughs> real power. Anyway, all right, girls, let's get down to business. What else do girls discuss when they get together? Football. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Then. <laughs> let's talk about last night's game. It was great. Yeah, I, I, did, I did have a 3-1 prediction oh, before the game. Yeah, yeah. Just um, one of the guys at work as well had said to me, um, he thought it was going to be one all, and I was like, nah, nah, we should do much better than that. 3-1, um, not as convincing as it could have been. I think given the start that we had, it could have been so much better. But we have three points and they don't. So I'll take that. And it looked like a really solid team performance as well. The team is really starting to gel. Yeah, no, for sure. Carol, what did you think? I had a prediction of 4-0. Um, Me too. Me too. <laughs> right number of goals, though. I'm, I'm part of this football prediction little thing that's set up. David Fornell from the forum um, has started. There's only four of us in it. Mazza, you're in it, aren't you? Yeah, I keep forgetting to do it, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you can have this you can have this thing if you get a correct score you get like 30 points but um, you can also have this thing where you can sort of triple your points so even though I got the score wrong I got the win so I still tripled my points because um, I played like this sort of banker card thing so that was good I was pleased about that <laughs> um, the game um, I, I really enjoyed it actually I thought it was end to end football um, I thought our three goals were really, really good goals. Every single one of them was a brilliant goal. Moose's goal was, was fantastic. Uh, a solitary goal that he just did all on his own. Um, he made it. He was strong. He held the defender off. And it was a really good shot as well. Deli Ali scored another great goal. Composure for a little young lad that he is. Um, I thought that was good. And the last goal was like something from Brazil. It was amazing. Great passing. I know we were counter-attacking, which we don't get a chance to do at home very often. But, um, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. 
um, they, they, I, I thought they played quite well. Um, who did we play again? <laughs> Twenty-four <laughs> hours ago. <laughs> Blank. Who the hell did we play? Aston Villa, Aston honey. Villa. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Oh God. <laughs> Going home now. Um, I thought I thought Villa um, had a lot to play for. I I thought they actually defended really well. They stopped us in the final third, and although we and they they made us, you know, they they sort of had us doing a lot of sideways backwards again. I thought we kept possession quite well, particularly in the first half. But they turned up, I thought. I know they're not fantastic, but, you know, new manager syndrome, um, fighting, the bottom of the table, they're fighting for points. So it wasn't the um, the whitewash I think everyone was expecting. So I thought they defended quite well and stopped us playing our game, which is what a lot of teams come to Tottenham to do, don't they? But I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good game. Yeah. And um, Meza, what did you think? Yeah, no, it was a good game. Um, I've got to stop singing along, though, with all the songs during the match. Because <laughs> now, now I go to games, you start, like, there was, actually, the atmosphere sounded great. It and um, well, I was sitting there kind of singing along to myself and nodding my head, and I was like, oh, there's other people in the house. <laughs> They're like looking at me like I'm fucking nuts. <laughs> but, um, no, it was a good game. Um, I was confident we'd have a good win. Um, we dipped a little bit in the second half, particularly, I think, is it Gestedi came on for Villa? He Gestead. seemed to change. Gestedi, yeah. him too. And um, <laughs> he seemed to change their game plan a little bit. But um, it was a bit spursy for about 20 minutes. And then I think that, that that third goal from Harry Kane just sealed it. And then we needed it. Yeah, and, we did. Yeah. I, 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 was, I enjoyed the first half. I was a little bit irritated because I, I thought that, you know, we should have gotten more goals and we weren't pressing enough. I just I just felt that we weren't putting them under pressure because I just felt we should have put the, the whole game spared in the first half and then cruised in the second half. But then we got that goal at this, you know, the second goal at the crucial point, just at, at the crucial moment, which was great. And then we came out and, and yeah, we just kind of did become a bit spursy and, and, um, we're on the back foot for a little bit. We let them in, and you just could see it was going to happen. And I, and I was I was a little bit irritated and frustrated, but then the way it ended, I kind of just went, okay, that just made it all worth it because because seeing the teamwork between all of them and 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 the quick passes, which often we don't get, guys. I mean, let's be realistic. Sometimes they don't have that quick passing, but it was really nice to actually watch and. Uh, I, yeah, I was I was happy with the final result. I I, I thought we could have done better and, and not sort of conceded, but hey ho, that's how it goes when you support space. <laughs> I thought in in the first half there was quite some sloppy passing going on from us actually. Toby Erickson, they were playing some short balls yeah. that weren't, weren't weren't quite reaching, and that was a little bit frustrating. Frustrating. It is, especially because we know that they can do better, and I almost felt like. It was a, it was a, a sort of attitude of, oh well, it's just Villa. I, I thought it was the attitude of underestimating their opponent yet again, and just kind of taking the foot off the gas for, 
figure, better figure of speech. And, and that's, that's the part that frustrated me because I just thought, you know what, you've got to be there and present all the time. And when they lack concentration, that's the minute they let Villa in and they can't afford to do that. Especially, I mean, that was Villa, let's be honest. Yes, they're fighting and all the rest of it, but it was Villa at the end of the day. We, we need to be there for the full 90 odd minutes, regardless. I think, I think this, the um, Stoke syndrome, when, especially in the second <laughs> half when they came more into the game, entered their heads quite a bit. And I think even Vertonghen said that in his, um, in his interview oh. after the game. You know, there is, there, you know, two nil ups, kind of cruising. And um, obviously, you know, they've had a half-time team talk. They're going to come out and they're going to be, you know, they've got to throw caution to the wind, really, aren't they? And um, come at mm. us a bit. Got to be prepared for that. I still think we're a bit, I said on Facebook today, we're a little bit too cavalier at times. We yeah. just attack, attack, attack all the time. You know, we've got to learn to shut up shop sometimes. Um, we're not very good at doing that, I don't think. Because, <laughs> you know, that's in the nature of our, of our play, isn't it? But I think um, they need to bring that into the game a little bit. There were some great touches. The Ericsson short corner to Rose. Oh, yeah. With the shot. Can you imagine if that had come oh, off? That was absolutely um, awesome. And then it'd be at not about a couple of minutes, I think, before the Kane goal, there were some little one twos between Ericsson and Lamella right on the back, the back line. Mm. Some mm. really nice touches, um, which I thought was more telling in the fact that they were trying it at that stage of the game where Villa had had some possession, they'd got a goal back, so their confidence was up. And yet our guys were still pushing and they were doing different things. They weren't prepared to sit back and, and let Villa come at them. They were still pressing and still had the confidence to try those little tweaks. Yeah. Which I thought it's, was quite a lot, for, again, for the team spirit itself. Yeah. Actually, that's a good point. You're right. You know, I was frustrated, but you're right when you look at it. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and again, Nikki, I get it right. <laughs> okay, I, still, I, st I think, though, that, that top four teams are able to do that. They're able to hold on to a lead. We don't seem to quite have that in our makeup just yet. I'd like to see it um, just a bit more, I think. But it, overall, it was still an entertaining game. It was a really fast game. It was, oh. yeah. It's good. It, was, it, it helps that when you're winning 2-0, you can really enjoy it. <laughs> no, you can't. You were at that Stoke game, Carol. How can you say that? Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> we're back to that game, are we? <laughs> I'm scarred for life by that game. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 M, tell me, out of all the players, who do you think sort of stood out for you? Did you say Mazza? Um, Mazza? Yeah. Who stood that out question. for you? <laughs> that question. Um, I quite, I kind of thought it was a very good um, team effort, to be honest. Which is something that seems to be, which used to lack. You kind of have individual players, but, you know, once again, I, 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 Dembele was very good in the first half for a change. He's actually becoming consistent now, which is nice. Yeah. Um, I thought Lamella, lovely little tricks and, and flicks. Yes, we've got a lot of work to do at the back, Carol. You're right about shutting up shop. Uh, it seems to be polished, needs to be polished more, I think. Um and I Danny Rose, I, I love Danny Rose. I think he's brilliant. I'm, I'm absolutely fed up with people giving him a hard time. He had a one of my favourites. He had a Not brilliant first enough. half. He had a really good first half. I thought Lamella was a little bit poor, a little bit missing in the first half, but he made up for it in the second half. That's, my man of the match was um, Dembele, actually. I thought he was mm. brilliant. 
he is getting better. He's he's showing uh, what we what we bought from Fulham. I mean, he's just he's becoming that player, and I, I just I find him really really strong and and I mean he's he's one of my favourites. Same as Rose Lamelo. He was he, like you said, he made up for it in the second half. Um, Delhi Ali is a little star. Obviously, Kane is just he just works and works and works. He's just brilliant. Mm. And I, I found that um, that uh, Luis actually just made some dodgy decisions <laughs> during the game. It made my heart in my mouth. I was like, "What are you he was, doing?" He came right out of one stage, didn't he? Right out of his yeah. big sweeper keeper. It's my ball. I'm taking it. You're the keeper. It doesn't matter. Get out my way. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine if you're that's fine if you're ten nil up, but not when you're two one. You know what I mean? He's, I start shouting, "Get back in the goal, you silly!" Anyway, okay, yeah. but that, again, isn't that about the confidence that he has in the rest of the team? He's been oh, doing it now for the last. I, he's been doing think, it for the last couple of seasons, hasn't he? Though he comes yeah. out, speaks, and he re- generally he gets it ninety percent of the time. He gets it right. I would, I would say. Yeah. But, yeah. No, for sure. He reads it. He, there, read, he reads the ball coming. He reads it quite well. Yeah. There's, Cement there's feet no for the goal, though. He yeah. stayed there and watched that ball sail right past him. Mm. Oh, we've got the deflection there, I think. You can't really blame him that much for that, do you? I'm not blaming him per se. I'm just saying that he stood there and didn't move. And I would have maybe expected a, a, an effort at least. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a keeper. I think one of his so, key skills is getting down really quickly, actually, generally. So, uh, I don't know. But I think it was the, the, the deflection. I think he was on his knees anyway, to be fair. But he didn't even kind of hurl himself to one side. So, you know, a nice acrobatic photogenic save. Um, or attempt, at least. No point. <laughs> They've had now. a couple of chances, haven't they? They'd hit the woodwork before then. Yeah. And another one that went very close, flying over. Yeah. Their players, AU, AU. A Y E W. He just—he looked like he was going to cry all the game every time the camera went. <laughs> Did you notice that? Yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He's got this little baby sort of. <laughs> what do you What do you think of their new coach? I don't know much about him. In all honesty, he looked pretty miserable. He's a gooner. There. The three of them sitting there like the three feckin' stooges. He—he <laughs> he just looked absolutely stone faced. Yeah, I all think the way through the game, and I don't know if that's his, um, if that was his game face, oh. or what he was thinking. Jesus Christ, what have I let myself in for? <laughs> this, I, loss, I, this, this loss has got nothing to do with me whatsoever. I'm just sitting here watching it. <laughs> I, I, I was, I kind of tended to think it was the latter of Jesus Christ. What the hell have I let myself in for? I felt sorry for the poor geezer. I was like kind of tempted to ring White Hart Lane and say, "Tell that geezer to run, run." <laughs> he can run back to the Emirates. Because he was a gooner. He can yeah. fuck off back there then. Yeah. <laughs> I think he signed at the same time as Thierry Henry. They asked in the interview after, yeah. they, asked, they asked the caretaker, uh, Villa, the guy who was um, looking after the team yesterday, whether he came down at half time and actually did a team talk. But they said he hadn't, so he stayed well away by the side. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> so you sit there through 90 minutes of that and you'd be like, what the fuck? Serious. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was sitting there thinking, well, do I take the ferry back or do I go under the tunnel or what's the best route <laughs> to get me back to France? <laughs> oh he probably God. had his tube ticket, a la... A la um... <laughs> that was so funny. 
Christian Gross came to sorry, me. Sorry. That and is it, one of the more I was so <laughs> fucking embarrassed by that. It was like, get off the TV, you fucking muppers. No. <laughs> Awful. How embarrassing. <laughs> Are you not a fan then, Mazza? <laughs> I'm what? No, I bloody am not. I wasn't a fan of his either. Oh, God, he was awful. Please don't make me laugh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Daniel, have you been to the loo before we started? <laughs> I'm not that old. Give me a break. This yeah, neither am I. Okay, guys. Can I say one thing just about Jan Vertonghen? He gave such a lovely interview after. I found it very endearing. Um, it, you, I, I find he goes down like a sack of bloody spuds a lot of the time. He's a bit wussy when he goes down. He did it no, twice. On, he did Janice, it twice in the game. No, he's not a small bloke. And Agbonlahor threw him around like he was a sack of spuds. I'm not surprised that we got the free kick because Jan can't be that easy to throw. Even when he's moving and at speed, his, it's not easy to get him that off balance that he ends up on the deck. Which is what I mean. I think he kind of throws himself on the no, second No, I don't deck. think so. I think Agbonho, the first one, certainly, um, just he just... That was more WWE than it was football. <laughs> it's, not, it's not just in yesterday's games. I kind of noticed it before. Anyway, keep your eye, keep your eye on it. I will, <laughs> I will watch. Because I haven't really, really noticed. I think they've been pretty, pretty solid. I think, I think Walker is also just improving. Yeah. Time after time, he's yeah. he's also just getting more and more confidence and and. I'm, yeah, a, I'm, I'm a big Walker right? fan. I'm a big Walker fan. He doesn't get the acclaim he deserves, and he linked up really well with Lamella. Fair play to Lamella. He um they played well, particularly in the second half. I thought together. Yeah, absolutely. Had each other's I mean, backs. I'm I'm glad that Kane scored again because yeah. you know it's just... November. Of course, he was going to score. <laughs> <laughs> but I think yeah he's just also improving his game he, I mean the thing is were, were any of you worried about his not scoring um, no I wasn't no, no I haven't been worried not that worried a, li- a little bit I suppose but after the Bournemouth game it's hopefully that's helped his confidence um, a lot of the other teams you know the good teams they expect people to score for midfield. You know, they spend millions of pounds on midfielders, attacking midfielders, and there's no reason why they can't be scoring loads of goals too. It's not all down to the one striker anymore. I think the game's changed a little bit and more goals are scored from midfield. So, And he plays a huge part of that, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, does. The, tra- the traditional goal scorer, i.e. people like Gary Lineker, Ian Rice, they, they don't exist anymore. No. Players have to no, play are a luxury complete, now. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Even if you think of Man City, you know, with Aguero that scores so many goals. Look but at all the does. midfielders. Look at everyone else, even defenders that score goals for them. And they haven't lacked in goals necessarily this season with him out, have they? So it's no. good it's good that goals come from everywhere. We have a plus ten goal difference. I'm not worried <laughs> about anything. It's no, just unbelievable. <laughs> it's really odd. Oh my god, that can't be us. Oh, oh it is. Okay. <laughs> But that's why I was shouting at the television last night. <laughs> we need more goals. We need to up our goal difference. <laughs> yeah, shit. Just score shit loads of goals. Don't worry about it. Well, you know, we've actually... There have been the City game, the Bournemouth game, and then again last night. There's quite a few gone in. So mm-hmm. it's an average of three to one, isn't it? 
And early doors, we weren't scoring that many, were we? We were struggling no. a little bit. I think it's just it's just about taking the time and, and and the team gelling together necessarily, and it seems to be coming on just nicely now. Yeah. We definitely need, need it because, you know, I mean, long may this last, but there could be a dip or whatever, hopefully not. But, I mean, we need to be able to get as many as we can when we can get them. And, yeah, you know. I think of it so, lots down to... Def- sorry, darling, a lot of it's down to the defence as well. You know, we've had clean sheets, haven't we? Yeah. Mm. So mm. that's helped. But that was just that just shows you how switching off for just a fraction of a of a minute leads to to conceding, and and we can't allow ourselves to even get into that position. So yeah, I think I think so, hopefully, you know, they always talk the talk. They really do, and I just think sometimes, God, I wish you guys would just. Well, practice what you're, you're preaching, you know. Can you just all remain focused? And actually, Paul made a comment and he said, well, you know, he thinks maybe that's, that's down to the captaincy to a large degree because if you've got somebody in the middle of the park shouting out orders like Dyer does, I mean, I think Dyer was just brilliant again. I mean, he's, it's such a good position I think he's playing in, you know, because ha- he was quite vocal with, with some of the guys. All of them were vocal with each other, which was which was nice to see because everybody, I think, is taking ownership. But we still need that person that's in the centre to be able to take charge. And I, I love Luis. I think he's brilliant and he's a great captain. But I don't know if it's enough to be able to keep everybody on form. Yeah, I totally point. agree. I totally yep. agree with Absolutely you. Absolutely agree. Yeah. I think I think Dyer, I mean, it's Dyer that had made the mistake for the goal, wasn't it? This, sh- uh, this pass? Yeah, I think it yeah. was. Yeah. Um, but you can't hear the really, really good game apart from that. And he does boss and dominate the midfield and leads it well. I think him or, or Vertonghen would be a good captain. I think Vertonghen has earned it more. Yeah. But I don't think he wants it, especially. No. He can be a grumpy so-and-so anyway. Yeah. So I think I'd rather give it to someone who is going to be vocal and make the effort. I thought I seem to think he's gotten rid of that part of his game, the grumpiness. He looks happy. He's got it. He has his mate Toby there. Exactly. It's made him very happy. And it's completely changed his demeanour and everything this season. Yeah. Oh, bless. I know. That's they can skip happy. off and hold hands and play golf together <laughs> and <laughs> Xbox or whatever else it is they do when they've got all their time off. Um, but he he does seem his whole demeanour and actually that post match interview they did last night when he when they were giving Ali the man of the match, Jan said, um, "We hope he stays with us." Yes, it was all very we as us, wasn't and it? it's very we as us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but all of them, <laughs> <laughs> all of them are. We as us, you know, all of them are yeah. about the team and the lads and and praising each other, which is which is really really great to see. I mean, and uh, you know, I don't know. We obviously don't know necessarily what goes on behind the doors or behind the scenes with other teams, and 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 you obviously see lots of team spirit with other teams and all the rest of it. But for some reason, there's just something special about our boys. Maybe it's because we support Tottenham that I feel that way. But <laughs> A little bit no, of there's perhaps. There's, <laughs> even the way. Even the difference between us and a few of the other teams is there seems to be an actual team going on. There is, yeah. Um, and like I said on Carol's post this morning, the manager's behaviour reflects on the team. And it's as simple as that. He doesn't moan, he doesn't whine, he doesn't complain about referees, 
He doesn't stomp his feet about decisions. He is always polite. He's not stroppy in a press conference. Hence, the players behave the same way. Our players do not throw themselves on the floor. They do not surround referees. No, mm. you're right. They no. don't look for people to be sent off. Yeah? And that, that, is down, that is solely down to the manager and how he is running that team. <sighs> Leadership exactly. comes from the top. Exactly. It completely does. Man. I also think that Daniel Levy is finally happy with his manager. Yeah. Can we not judge that for another three years? No, I think he is. And <laughs> Listen, trust me, he'd be gone by now if he wasn't. And I, I think know. he just sees something different. And I completely agree. I think they have a much better relationship than Levy has shown with previous managers. Yeah. And it seems to be working. Yeah, I don't think Levy is very much a fan of managers who talk too much, particularly out car windows to Sky Sports news reporters, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I had no problem with Harry. I don't mind him. But sometimes you just need to shut up and do your job yeah. and stop spouting to the press all the time. We don't have that for Pochettino. He only does it when he has to. Yeah, it's It's interesting that you say that because... Last week in the podcast, Devin mentioned, and he said he just strikes him as the kind of guy that goes, okay, yeah, 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 great, great performance, good for our player, good for our, our fan, wonderful, let me get away from this camera because I've got a job to do. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Exactly. That's what, that's what he should be doing. Yeah, no, he's very polite, but he doesn't he get drawn into the sagas. No, no and he's, no. he's not an attention-seeking twat like that idiot over in bloody West London. <laughs> um, but the other thing is actually we've had very few games where we've had um, incidents that are worthy of great lengthy discussions. There hasn't been a did that ball cross the line, didn't it? You know, should that have been a sending off? We haven't had those big Spursy things. But, it, but not just, but we don't have them. We haven't had them. There has been very little drama. No, that's because we're not a dramatic, we do not have a dramatic type of team. Exactly. So, because, so is that because Poch is saying that or is that just the way it goes? So he, because the, the press have nothing to get, they don't get anything from him. No, because that is exactly it. It's because he is understated. I think that's the best word for it. Yeah. So therefore, the players behave in the same manner. There's no frills about him. No. What there's no drama. What no, there's none. None. Yet, <laughs> I don't think there will right. be. I think we'd have no. seen oh, that if there was going to be some please. by now. No, he just looks cool, calm. If there was anybody that's that's that earns the super cool <laughs> phrase, that that's going to be Pochettino now. He's just he's just calm. And you're right. I do think that translates down to the team. You know, he leads by example, and and that's what a great leader does. So yeah. you know, long may it last. Absolutely. And when you think of how young they all are as well, it's a really good learning curve for them, isn't it? And Poch yeah. is 43. Yeah, exactly. 43. So he's not, yeah, he's not exactly old either. So I don't know if that, he's that bit older than AVB was, whereas AVB was of a, a, a level with kind of the elder players, shall we say. Um, Poch is just that little bit older, just to give that little bit of gap, I think. Yeah. So that yeah. they won't treat him like one of the lads. Um, and with an awareness that he is definitely the boss. Yeah. It's very, yeah. I think it's very difficult being a manager when you want to be everyone's friend. Yeah, it's hard. I'd make such a shit manager. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
so I just wouldn't want to upset anyone. But there's there's a fine line, isn't there, between being nice to people and whilst earning respect and doing think, your job. Yeah, yeah, I think he mm-hmm. earns respect so far. I don't yeah. Know. Well, he looks like it. Anyway, guys. Um. All right. So now it's. Uh, the time for this week's instalment of the forward line. And this week, Elliot will be looking at the games game against Anderlecht at home on Thursday and Arsenal at the library on Sunday. This is the forward line on the Tottenham Hotspur family podcast with me, Elliot Line, looking forward to the Europa League fixture against Anderlecht on November the 5th and also the North London derby in the Premier League on the 8th. We lost the away fixture against Anderlecht 2-1 with Ericsson scoring our goal to take the lead early on. I think it'll be a different story at the lane, and we should overpower them. A lot, however, depends on who Potch chooses to rest ahead of the North London derby. Against Anderlecht, I think we have a, a great 75% chance of scoring, and a decent 37% chance of scoring more than once, and a 54% chance of keeping a clean sheet. The most likely scorelines are a 1-0 win, a 2-0 win, a 1-1 draw, and a 0-0 draw. Overall, I think there is a 55% chance of a Spurs win, a 27% chance of a draw, and an 18% chance of an Anderlecht win. Last season, the away North London derby ended 1-1, with Chadley scoring early in the second half before Oxlade-Chamberlain equaliser late on. Arsenal are in great form at the moment, and it's going to be a difficult game to get anything from. On the other hand, if we do win, or even nick a point, the Wenger out brigade will be out in force. I think we have a poor 40% chance of scoring and a dismal 9% chance of scoring more than once, and only a 21% chance of keeping a clean sheet. The most likely scorelines are a 1-0 loss, a 2-0 loss, a 1-1 draw, and a 0-0 draw. Overall, I think there's only a 15% chance of a Spurs win, a 24% chance of a draw, and a 61% chance of an Arsenal win. This has been the forward line with Elliot Line. Come on, you Spurs. Thank you, as ever, Elliot. Thanks, Elliot. Okay, ladies. What do you think? First game up now on Thursday, Anderlecht, Fix? We're going to win. That's I like it. that. Mm-hmm. The team is full of confidence. They've shown that the past couple of games. Uh, I think we were quite... Not unlucky. Um... But we shouldn't have lost the first leg. And, yeah, we'll win. But I'm not sure I'm confident enough to give a scoreline, a predicted scoreline. <laughs> and, um, and what are your thoughts about the game at the library? Uh, I'm going to miss the entire game. What? Because I'm going to the school to see Madam. And what? I'm not going to get home till 8, 9 o'clock at night. And I will miss the game. Whereas originally when I planned this trip, I didn't check the... Um, <gasps> oh, my God. Not only that, Mary, in all fairness, um, it's divisions for Remembrance Day. And I really should go. Yes, you should. So it's full ceremonials for them. Um, and I was supposed to go last year, but couldn't. So uh-huh. I'm off this weekend. Um, yes. And I had the game been on Saturday, because originally it was scheduled for the 7th until TV got in the way. Then I'd have gone up to see the game on Saturday and then gone back down to the school on the su- on the Sunday, but not so much. Okay. So, um, um, do you I'm wear a a uniform? Gutted. Do you wear a uniform? No, I don't. She okay. will be. Oh. 
Okay, and uh, and Carol, what do you think? I think we'll win Thursday. Um, bit of revenge there. I think we're good at home. We're more confident. At, we're good away, but we are more confident at home. And I think they will probably sit back a bit. And um, I can see us winning 2-0, possibly. I think we're better than them. And I think you're right. We didn't deserve to lose um, the game away. And, and de lacht, as Javad always says. That's a pint of phlegm in your mouth, isn't it? You're Welsh all of a sudden. <laughs> and the game on Sunday. Uh, I don't know. We're going to have to... It's going to be really difficult. They're unbeaten in how many games now? I know we are as well, but they've won, haven't they? They've won quite a few games on the spin. We're going to have to have to defend really well without letting them kind of dominate the game, which is quite hard to do. And I think if we counter-attack, which I think we do really well away from home, we might be able to nick, nick a goal or two. Um, possibly a draw would be a good result for us. But um, my favourite game ever was the 4-4 when we came back and... Uh, and equalise with the four goals. Um, that was good. Um, it's going to be tough. Um, I think we. Sh- I think we might get a draw. We might be a little bit tired. They're playing tonight, are they? Oh no, tomorrow. I think they're playing in Europe tomorrow. Um, but it's you know it's a game that we should be really really motivated for, especially the youngsters playing in a derby. They should be right up for it. So I'm going for a draw. Absolutely, Meza. Um. I'm not confident about Thursday night, I have to be honest. There seems to be something seriously lacking in the Europa League. Um, I reckon it'll be 1-1. Okay. Sunday, totally different story. I reckon we're going to actually chase them out of their own stadium. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to score a shitload of goals. I know me nay shitload. Really? Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I watch I it. it. I watch it through clenched fists and through my fingers. It's one of those games I just can't bear. It's the same when we play Chelsea. I just can't bear watching it. Yeah, no, I record not. the game and then judge by the time I get home whether it's worth watching or not. <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm really hoping, Mazza, that your theory is true. Yeah. Well, I hope so too because uh, Johannesburg Spurs is getting together for the second time on Sunday. Yay. Cool. That's good. Yeah, and um, and we've got a bit of a bigger crowd this time, which is nice. It's getting bigger each time, and um, so I'm I'm definitely confident that uh, I, I think we can we can sneak a two-one win. Really, I think yeah, they're going to be overly confident. I think that they're going to be um, a bit full of themselves, and they are going to underestimate Tottenham. And we're going to go there and shut up shop, and we're going to show them who. The North London rivals really are, and who the team is that counts, and that's us. So, fuck you, you Arsenal. <laughs> Do you know I've got a couple of good close friends that are Arsenal fans, and they actually don't ever think that it's a given that they're going to win because they know it's it's a derby, and we've got a good mm. run of form, and they actually shit themselves playing us as well a little bit. So it's not yeah. quite as um, as one sided as we think that Arsenal are, you know, sure of winning. In my yeah. opinion. There's a mutual respect, I think, between both teams. I know we're rivals, but there is a mutual respect, I believe. Nope, don't think about them at all. Don't care. Not interested. <laughs> Won't watch their games. Honestly, not I don't, I don't no. games. I'm interested. 
I hate Chelsea more, so... Me too. I mean, they're scum. It's amazing because I felt like that. I always thought that I disliked Arsenal more, but I, I, do, I, I don't know. It's a toss-up between them and Chelsea. It's just bizarre. No, I think I'm I'm really beginning. I'm actually really hoping that this is the beginning of the end for Chelsea. I really am. They're scumbags. Okay, I I don't want to turn this into a Chelsea fest. I watched uh, a bit of the pre-game conversation last night. They had Fat Frank on, um, Gary Neville and Cara. That, you know, you can barely understand. And it was all about (laughs) Chelsea. Uh, I'm really annoyed. It's not, it was, all they did was rehash Mourinho and the game. And I thought, hang on. This isn't about the game that's on. You're about to show Spurs-Villa. Yeah. There's a lot been going on at Spurs. There's clearly a lot happening at Villa. And they kind of, yeah, they, yeah let's discuss it in, I don't know, 20 minutes. And everything else was about Chelsea. Uh, and I really can't be asked listening to any more bollocks about them. Well, <laughs> I, 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 I quite like the fact that nobody is discussing us. And this is, I think you brought this up earlier, yeah, yeah. Um, Pekka. And I quite like this because... This is very similar to when Chelsea first won the league under Mourinho. Everybody was so busy concentrating on Alex Ferguson and Arsenal that they didn't see them coming. And I'm kind of hoping we do the same, that by the end of the season, we're there going, hello, we've come to join you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I understand now, that. now you are fucked. We are back. <laughs> she says modestly. Um, this morning, the post this morning was just a snapshot from the BBC News to anybody that isn't aware, um, yeah. saying it was all about the Villa. Yeah. It, it was nothing about Spurs. And even if you read through the article itself, there was a very little bit and um, some kind of a bit of grudging respect. Um, and subsequently through the day, they showed the graphic from the Harry Kane goal as to where the ball went. That was really interesting to see. And I wish I'd screenshotted it and I didn't because I was busy. Um, <laughs> but the focus, it, it was very much on what, oh, you know, what, what's God going to do? How is he going to cope with all this? Not, you know, Spurs did okay. They were solid. It was a good team performance. Deli Alley was fabulous. Harry Kane scored again. None of it. Three yeah, fabulous goals. Yeah. Always the catch. In, in fairness to Colin Murray this morning, though, he did do a section on Spurs. He said, we, we, we kind of need to start talking about Spurs. Good for him. And I didn't watch the, it. Yeah, I didn't watch so. the build-up. I watched Coronation Street instead. You didn't miss anything. You missed nothing. Don't I worry. put it all on mute and then I didn't I, have to listen to I, any of them. I can't bear that Monday night football bollocks. It's just a load of fucking bollocks, isn't it? It goes on for bloody hours. Afterwards as well. All I watched, no, I I watched watch a afterwards. bit after because I was no. waiting to hear the interviews, you know, from the managers and everything. And he couldn't get his screen to go across. It was just so embarrassing, so awkward. It was dreadful. <laughs> I, I, I kid you not. Lampard. Jesus I, Christ. I kid you not. The game had barely finished. And somebody fucking stuck EastEnders on. I was like, what? <laughs> At home? Yeah, I can't to stand be fair, the programme. I hate can't. EastEnders. It's awful. I think listening to Frank Lampard and Jamie Carragher or it's watching better. EastEnders, EastEnders no, you see, is going to win, honey. I'm really the thing, sorry. The thing is, is, I don't actually mind Carragher. At all. I find oh, him hilarious. Yeah. I just sit there and spend the entire time laughing at him. I like Gary Neville. I think he's very sensible. <laughs> Gary Neville is brilliant. He is so he's straight. Lots of, yeah, lots of night, you know, sensible stuff to say. Yeah, but Frank Skirt. Lampard, really? Why? Oh, anyway, okay. Oh, Skittle. Someone put someone, someone put on Facebook today. Skittle. There was about eight hundred e's in it. It was so funny. <laughs> 
I don't see any of these guys. We get a completely different. We had um, Andy Townsend in the in the studio. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh, actually, oh my no God. Sky is not that bad. <laughs> You're welcome, Tom. He's fucking awful. I oh no! Him. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I wouldn't mind. He was the Ireland captain many years ago, and he was a bloody good captain. But as a co-commentator, he is diabolical. I'm the only person in the world that quite likes him. Oh, yes, God, oh, Jesus, God. I also don't mind him sometimes, except when he starts, you know, just being negative about Spurs, and then I lose my rag and then tell him to shut the fuck up and mute the TV. <laughs> <laughs> there should be actually a mute button on there Skype for commentators. I don't care what it's, it's like Michael Owen. It's bad enough having Michael Owen on a Saturday. They've now added in Trevor Francis for... F- Really? <laughs> really? Do we need three people to actually tell us what's going on in a football match? <laughs> no. Okay. And, and now we're going to go to our web. Um, what's his name? Howard Webb, our referee. No, can you stop going to Howard Webb? Can you just play the fucking game, please? <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is a really well rehearsed rant, Mazza. <laughs> Have you perhaps said this before? I've said it many times. I talk to my TV a lot. It doesn't talk back totally enough, but I talk to my telly a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, let's do a quick uh, once round uh, for those who are brave enough to do a, a prediction quickly. Anderlecht and Arsenal. Um, Bex? 2-1 um, for Anderlecht. And I'm feeling brave and I'll go 2-0 for the arse. To the arse? No, 2 0 for the arse. To us. So we will beat them. Up their arse. (laughs) (laughs) That will only excite Arsene Wenger, but that's a whole separate conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, Carol? um, Go 2 0 and elect, and I'll say 2 2 or 3 3 against the arse. All right, Meza? 1 1. For uh, the Anderlecht game, and I'm going to go 4 0 to us. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Excellent. They're, they're Jewish. And you, Nikki? I'm going to say 2 0 uh, against Anderlecht. We'll win. And I reckon on Sunday it's going to be 2 1 against Arsenal. Yeah. But either which way, we're winning both games. <coughs> and, and, you know. The boys are the boys are geared for it. They're going to have to. Otherwise, I've got to come over and give them a talking to. <laughs> <laughs> and as we've already established, we get away with murder in South Africa. Next <laughs> <laughs> one is just for Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, um, before we move on to questions, uh, Bex, do you perhaps have an update for us on the Spurs ladies? Well, as it just so happens, here's some I prepared earlier. <laughs> so, um, so the girls played last Sunday, they played on Sunday the first, uh, against Coventry at home in the league and drew nil nil, which is quite disappointing. And it's also dropped us down to sixth in the league, which I don't really like. Um, they play next Sunday at two o'clock. Again, in the league, they play QPR um, at Uxbridge. So that's not exactly a big journey. So, gents, anybody with nothing to do on Saturday or Sunday afternoon, 
if you can't watch the Arsenal game, then you can schlep up to Uxbridge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the only other thing I wanted to say, because it's quite quiet, they did a whole flurry of cup games earlier in the season, and now it's just gone back to the league games. Um, I did say previously that we had girls in international teams, and the name I picked up on, and this is especially for certain podmeister, Avila Bergen, she scored two when Georgia beat uh, Georgia lost to Northern Ireland in Tbilisi at the back end of October. So, Jav, you need to find out when these games are on, my friend, and you need to start watching our ladies, and especially you're, you know, watching Northern Ireland and watching Avila Bergen, because I know you like her. Um, so he's going to edit that out. Um, so that's how it goes at the moment. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you so much, Betty. Okay. I think we're going to move on to some questions now. Um, first one, Ed Brad asks, after destroying Villa like a chocolate cake at a Weight Watchers meeting, has this given, <laughs> has this given us the confidence for the three London derbies? Uh, Bex? Yeah, I think it has. Um, but the team are playing with so much confidence, and we said that earlier. I think it'll be fine. And, you know, to, if we were to lose to Chelsea, then that would be really embarrassing because every other bugger's managed to beat them. Mm-hmm. So for us not to do the same, unless, of course, we managed to get Mourinho sacked first. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's a good point. But, but I, yeah, I, I also think that we have got, We've got it in us to to go out and win those games, and you know what? Even if we don't necessarily win, to at least draw. But but frankly, screw that. Actually, uh, I'm only taking a win with all of them, even if it's a narrow margin. I don't care. But you know, we're better than them, and we're showing that we're better than them. So why the flipping hell can't we win? Good. We're very confident. I'm not so confident against us. The other two games. Uh, West Ham after that and then Chelsea both at home aren't they Mm. Um, all three games are on the next consecutive Sundays Um, if we can repeat what we did against Chelsea the New Year's Day massacre um, that would be fantastic all depending on what happens with them now over the next few games whether they pick up a few points get a bit of a run together whether Moninho is sacked in the meantime. We'll see. But just our luck, won't it? It'll be new manager, fucking syndrome. They'll have a new fantastic manager to face us. And um, that'll be the third one in about a month that we've had to... The team we've had to play against with the, with the new manager syndrome. Um, I'm confident we will beat West Ham. We need to be very careful playing them. We know that they counter-attack against us while we're... Um, trying to push forward and get a goal. hope we've learned our lesson from last season and this, no, the season before that when they beat us 3-0 twice, I believe, at Tottenham. No, 3-0 no. under AVB, they beat us and three goals were on the counter. And then Sherwood, I think, had us for a, what the, his first game in charge, possibly the cup game. 2-1 um, we lost. 2-1 we lost. Yeah, again, again, that we dominated that game and they counter-attacked against So we've got to be really strong in midfield when we play them. We've got to boss the midfield and um, not just say, oh, yes, our defence is really good now because they play us in a, in a certain way 
and yeah. they, they'll probably try and repeat that counter-attacking type football against us. Um, but I am confident that we're above that now and we, we can, uh, with a better defence, and as long as the midfield links up with the defence well, that we won't be so gung-ho and we'll just uh, boss it in midfield and I think we'll win that game. Um, yeah, so um, I think three points against West Ham is a certainty and hopefully we can knock shit out of the chavs. Um, it's just the arse game I've got reservations about. But um, even, you know, even three draws isn't that bad because they're West Ham are up there, you know, they're uh, and they're doing well. well and they're not, yeah, they're not playing but, shit, are we? We're playing three quite good teams. So, But they were shit on, was it Saturday? Sunday? They were, they were Saturday. Shit. They were Watford. awful, Watford. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, can't, I, can't, I can't be listening to that two weeks in a row on my house. One Gooner and one West Ham fan. I really can't listen to that shit. <laughs> Tell Potch, Mary, give him a ring and say to him, look, Sunshine, you've got to sort this out. Yeah, I, I can't just, be listening to it. that. No. no. I, I'm, I'm more worried about, I'll be honest, I'm more worried about the West Ham game. They're very unpredictable. Mm. They are at the moment, because you wouldn't yeah, they were, they necessarily were predict that loss. Watford. Yeah. Yeah. And the way they played. You wouldn't have gone with that at all, necessarily, at the start no. of the game. I didn't. No. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. So let's see where this takes us. Okay, let's move on to another question. Um, Sorry, but right. that was a great analogy. I love the chocolate cake at a Weight Watchers meeting. I think that was fab. That was really good. It was. <laughs> cake. Makes me, makes me want to eat cake now. Cake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ryan Campbell asks, um, Pochettino managed to keep the squad relatively injury-free last season. This season, we haven't been so fortunate. Has something changed or have we just been unlucky? Meza, what do you think? Um, I think every club goes through a spell of, you know, you've not you're injury-free for ages and then there is a couple of um, nicks and, you know, little niggles and whatever here and there. So it, it has to happen, you know, the law of averages. Um, compared to Arsenal, <laughs> constantly, their treatment room <laughs> is the most overused treatment room. I'm telling you, if if, if I own that club, um, I will be asking serious questions. Their players go out for three weeks. You don't see them for six months. I know. It's such a shame. Which, which is which is not necessarily a bad thing, but I find it, find it quite funny, and I, I do actually laugh my head off. And... Um, it's a bit of a sore point in this house, um, but I, I to your amusement. I, yeah, absolutely to my amusement, of course. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, I don't think it's necessarily nothing's changed. We've not really been hit by anything bad, and I'm touching wood as I say that because I certainly don't want you know curses. We haven't really. We've done quite well. Maybe that's due to our great medical staff. And maybe the way we train, maybe we don't overtrain our players or overuse muscles. It's, it's there's a very fine balance. If you over, if you look at Arsenal, there's the same players, same injuries, time and time again. So you tell me something's not right, is not wrong there. Mm. I just don't know whether anything's changed. Um, I think Potch has always made sure they're all very, very fit. Um, we've had lots of injuries, haven't we? Really. We've had Sun out for a bit, Chadley out for quite a while now. Um, I Mason, guess not, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, 
Uh, Ericsson was out, and Lamella filled in quite well for him. We're lucky we've got a squad where we've got well, a versatile... We seem to have managed. We've got a versatile squad, haven't we? Where who but can you look at, but look at the, the squad. We have so many players, and I think Poch's biz- biggest headache, if everybody's fit, is, oh, my God, how am I going to play who these do guys? I play? Yeah. We'll keep them all happy. Yeah, um, so he must be praying, actually, for an occasional injury so he gets, <laughs> he gets the excuse of squad rotation without <laughs> actually having to say somebody... I don't want you in the team this week. <laughs> Maybe Poch does it deliberately. <gasps> we never thought about that. <laughs> and Chadley's, um, Chadley's injury, I think that was right by us when at that game we saw. Oh, were we there that, that day? I can't remember who. Uh, yeah, he that got was the, the Liverpool injury. game. That was or, Liverpool game. And yeah. Mason. Yeah. And we saw Mason's injury, didn't we? They were, yeah. they were unfortunate. Son, um, I don't know, did we, is he just quite ready for the Premiership? You know, the pace and everything. I'm not quite sure what his injury was. I'm not saying he's not ready because he looks great already. But I, what I meant injury-wise, you know, maybe he's uh, wasn't quite sure how it was all going to be, and um, I don't know what was it his might, injury. It might have been, it might have been a little bit of a shock to his system to start yeah, with. Maybe, that's what, and I that's mean. what it is. It's, it's just about getting him to the proper level of fitness. He was fine. Um, have you, did you not see the um, Halloween video for this year? Not yes. yet. Not. Ah. Yes, I saw that, but it was just him standing, not playing. Yeah, but he seemed <laughs> all right. It'll be fine. They wouldn't yeah. if, if he was injured. If he has a serious ligament injury, they wouldn't have risked him jumping and scaring and hurting himself further. Was it ligament? Was it a ligament injury? His? I can't remember, Carol. In all fairness, the most worrying thing is that South Korea are saying he's fit to play, and we've heard nothing from the club, which concerns yeah, me slightly. Okay. No, you know what? Again, it's it's this whole thing between the country and and you know the team saying oh, yeah. who's fit to play and and making that making that call at the end of the day. And I I actually like that the fact that they're not taking any chances with the players as much as we'd like to see them play. Rather, and I did think he would be back a couple of weeks ago already. I must be honest too, but um, but at the same token. You know, why risk anything? Make sure they're 100% instead of having a recurring injury the whole time. I don't think we've got anything to worry about. Um, it it, think, it happens. I think the injuries on Chadley were just unfortunate. You know, through tackle. Mason's was through a tackle, wasn't it? He just didn't score and then he got he injured. He scored and everybody jumped on top of him to celebrate <laughs> yeah. the goal. Yeah, yeah. So that, but he, I was, think... he got injured when he scored. So I don't think anything has changed as far as their fitness and um, training is concerned. I just think they were unfortunate incidents. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Um, Jesse Nicholl asks, are we getting enough credit from the media for being unbeaten since the first day of the season, considering how they are masturbating over the goons who have beaten nobody of note, apart from United, who was shocking that day, and Chelsea even beat them? Well, yeah, I think we've discussed we've this discussed already, it. haven't we? Yeah, we have. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of enjoying being under the radar a little bit. No, I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy. Yeah. 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 I'm quite I happy think, think, where it is. I think a little bit of kudos wouldn't go amiss. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. but I don't want to go on too, because the next thing is, is then we'll just completely collapse. Yeah, that's the, it's the fall from grace, isn't it? Yeah, and no, and I, don't the media. Want, I don't want to be... Then they'll be on top of us. It'll be yeah. our as this, spar- typical spars, na 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 na. Bugger off, leave us alone. We're quite happy. Yeah, actually, you've got a point there. I like that. All right. Um, Mark Stowell asks Do you think Potch has the ability, loyalty, to become our Fergie wing- Winger? 
assuming Levy gives him ample time, X? Yes. I think he does. I think, and this season has shown that. I, you know, last season Poch did well with players that he hadn't necessarily chosen. He worked them extra hard, got us to a cup final. Um, fifth. Not bad. Not perfect. But, you know, for a first season, I think it was all more than we'd hoped for. And he started this season really well. Mm. And I quite like that. And we said earlier that we think he, you know, Levy trusts him. But he's brought Paul, Mitch- Paul Mitchell in. Whether that was Levy's choice or Potch's, I don't know. But that seems to be working. The signings they made over the summer, nobody expected. But they've done really well. Mm. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I think that that's finally, maybe, a <laughs> touch wood, um, Levy's obviously leaving him to his own devices. You know, I think maybe Pochettino came along and said, OK, you want me for the job, but this is my game plan and you've got to buy into it. Otherwise, there's no point in me coming, perhaps. I wonder what makes it different to anyone else having said that to him. I would have assumed they all have their own um, game plan. So let's see. If you look at the last couple, then Tim would have... Tim really wasn't a real person. We just <laughs> disregard him. Um, but nobody. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, he is now. Yabu <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> sucks to everybody that said he should have stayed. Fuck off. Um, previously to that, AVB and Carol, don't get offended. I think AVB came in with some very high expectations. And I don't know if Levy had promised him money for players, but Levy, uh, uh, sorry, AVB and his, well, I wanted San Martino. I wanted Hulk. I wanted these players that would have bankrupted us, I think, was not what Levy wanted to do. And I think Levy seems happier with, you know, he spent a, a fortune on the academy and yet AVB wanted to bring in all these top class other players from abroad, whereas Poch has gone, that's exactly what I want. I want these young players. You know, Josh Onema has played a couple of games. All right, come on as a sub. But he's come on and I think that's a great reflection of the trust Poch has in the youth. When the average age of the team is 24, what does that tell you? Mm. It is is good. In hindsight, it's good, isn't it? But you don't know that those young players are going to, inexperienced players are are actually going to come good. Um, Absolutely, you don't. If if in some way Poch has, you know, told him that this is how I work, with the youth and everything, and and he's convinced him in some way with uh, then kudos to Levy for so far staying with him. Let's face it, he does get a two-year itch, Mr. Levy, um, so he's not quite safe yet. <laughs> I think it depends on how the performance goes. It will, of course, it a does lot on will results depend and... on where we finish at the end of this season. Of course, and it. I think Levy has said to Poch, "We need to get Champions League, otherwise, we're going to look at losing potentially losing players like Hugo, like mm. Jan and Toby." I think the fans, have Ericsson. A lot to- I think the fans have a lot to do with with um, whether they're like a manager or not. Yeah. Um, and that has an effect on Levy. Um, when the minute things don't seem right or don't seem to be going right and, you you know, you hear it on the terraces and everything, he gets oh, itchy bollocks then, doesn't he? And I think uh, as long as everything is quite cool, which it seems to be, team morale is good, team spirit's good, the fans seem to be making a bit more noise this season. So I think all that contributes to mm-hmm. Levy, just, you know, to... Uh, someone keeping their job at Tottenham. Um, it would be great if um, we had a manager that's 
was given time. I'm all for that. It's been Levy's biggest mistake, in my opinion, for mm. since he's been in. Well, it's hope. It's hope. Okay, uh, the next question I've got is from somebody called Carol Hayward. Never know who she is. <laughs> Carol asks, if you could take anyone in the world to a Tottenham home game, who would it be and why? So I'm going to go to Meza for this. Um, come back to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And me. <laughs> what, Carol? Girl, oh, answer my your question. My, my brain hurts. <laughs> wow, she's hurt. Um, I was, go on. Go on. No. Um, I was thinking of someone famous and um, then thought, no. Then I chose Jean-Luc Zanetti, who's our lovely French-Italian uh, member of our forum. Oh, the um, Limoncello King. Mr. Limoncello himself. He's okay. Every meetup that we have, he comes along. And he's he's uh, he hasn't been very well in hospital, and he never comes into the game. Um, but he just always comes with his bottle of limoncello, and we have great laughs with him. He's a fantastic character, um, and we sneak out to the car park and have shots of his lovely, hundred percent proof alcohol limoncello that he brings for us every game. Um, so I would like to bring him in, um, and uh, treat him to a game. I'm sure he'd 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 love it. He hasn't been for a little while. And the other one would have been um, my dad, who I would give anything to watch a game with him. Unfortunately, he's not with us anymore. But that was the one I was going to say, to watch, for my dad to watch a game with me and my two boys. But um, oh, that's, nice. that's me. I, I would, I thought about this question, and obviously I would, <laughs> would take Paul, but that's given he'd be with me anyway. But I think the person who I would take would be our company driver, Gregory. He um, is a huge Barcelona fan, and obviously um, he's an African guy, so he he supports all the African teams and all the rest of it. But because I'm so mad about Tottenham, he's now become mad about Tottenham, and he stays and wa- stays up and watches every game he watched last night. So I'm getting him a shirt with his name on the back for Christmas. He doesn't Aww. know. <laughs> so you hope he's not listening. He doesn't listen to the yeah. pod then. No, no, he doesn't. <laughs> I, I'm, Definitely confident he doesn't, but he would be the kind of guy, because obviously he's never been overseas, and he would absolutely be beside himself. So if I could one day take him, that's who I would take, without a doubt. Does he come along to your um, your Johannesburg nights, uh, days to watch the game? He's invited. He hasn't joined us yet, but I think that he will hopefully in the coming weeks, come and join us, probably for the game against Chelsea. Because because we're two hours ahead of you now, this one on Sunday is at 6 o'clock, and he stays a, a good distance away from us. And um, and a few weeks ago, he he was actually hijacked in our company vehicle and held by the guys that hijacked the vehicle for about three and a half hours. It was just <gasps> horrible. Wow, oh, my God. Uh, it fortunately is okay. But traumatized a bit. So the last thing I want him to do is to be driving around at night. So I'd rather just, you know, if it's a if it's a daytime match, like Chelsea, it's at two o'clock, then I feel better about him coming to watch. But I I wouldn't be keen for him to drive around at night unnecessarily, you know. But he's going yeah. for for counselling and he he's actually okay, you know. He said he's he's got a very good attitude about the whole thing. He's like, you know, I'm a driver. I can't be scared of driving because that's that's how I earn my living. It's 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 
I've just got to be more vigilant. Yeah, it, it was just unfortunate. But anyway, moving on swiftly. Mazza, have you thought of anybody yet? Um, I, do you know what? I'd like to actually bring my mum. She's never been to Spurs. Um, she's. I think she's only ever been to two games, and that was like back in the 70s. And one was at Everton, and I think the other one was Burnley or Bolton. <clears throat> We've all been, the rest of us have been to Spurs. And um, I, I'd just like her to go and see this This is why we support Tottenham, you know. Um, mm. She kind of, she watches games. She knows exactly what's going on. She'll tell you, I don't watch football. She does. <laughs> it's always on. And, and she knows exactly what's going on and what's what. Um, but yeah, she, she, she was very lucky. She saw Georgie Best play. Oh, great. And oh, wow. um, yeah, so um, my dad took her to, I think he was playing for Fulham. And um, he took her to that game. I think they were playing, it was either Burnley or or Bolton, and he took her, and she spent the entire game. There was a guy constantly calling him every name under the sun and being quite racist as well. <clears throat> so my mum turned around and said, "Excuse me, do you mind? I'm Irish." And my dad's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Oh shit!" And he's the guy was very apologetic, very apologetic. Um. So yeah, I, I think I'll bring. I think my mum would be quite safe in the park lane. And actually, she'd be telling people, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> you know. But, um, yeah, hmm. but yeah, I'd, I'd like her to go and experience that. Failing that, there's someone at work actually, a German lady, and um, she likes Tottenham. Um, she's from Hamburg, and um, she, she she likes Spurs. And I, I don't think she's ever been to a, a Tottenham game. So if, if my mum don't want to come, I'll bring Nicole with me. Ah, oh, lovely. Oh. And, um, and Bex? Um, I'd like to take my crazy grandmama, um, who, like your father, Carol, isn't here anymore. She's the dodgy, anyway, she was fantastic. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but she was the one who, there was always sport on in her house. So mm, we yeah. would come back from the pub when I was younger and then she'd say, right, okay, we'll just watch match of the day. Um, and like your mum, as she knew everything. Well, well, they're not doing that right, and that's not right, and why. But if you asked her about games or players or something, well, I don't watch that. It's ridiculous. Don't expect me to talk about that. But she knew the game. She knew cricket. She knew Formula One. Yeah. She was good with tennis. Um, and I think all of my sport, the whole love of sport I have, because it's bypassed my mother entirely, um, comes from my grandma. Yeah, that's uh, sweet. And she would like that, but she was a London girl, and that's part of the reason I support you yeah, anyway. So, but yeah, definitely <laughs> grandmama. And we'd go for beers. And she'd outdrink me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, but yeah. <laughs> we could have a glass of limoncello. Oh, uh, yeah, you'd need more than one, honey. <laughs> I've, got, I've got, I had a message from Jeff, from Javad, to say that he would take Jenna Wade. Um, of course he would. And um, there's no reason why, he said, but she'd be his Raquel Welsh to his Jimmy Hill, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that means. <laughs> okay, you guys didn't do a very good job of tying him up and putting him in the cupboard and locking the damn thing if he's messaging you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to let him I'm going, Andrew, I'm going to the Andrelic game so, with him on Thursday night. This was no, earlier today. This was earlier today. Who is this? Oh, Jenna, it's, sorry, Jenna. can we? Jenna Coleman. It's yeah. Jenna Coleman, not Jenna Wade. Oh, my this God. This is the um, oh, Bird, isn't it? 
He's having a mad fit over this. <laughs> He's a Doctor Who. Who locked him in a cupboard but gave him Wi-Fi access? Exactly. Ah. He's got to come to the game with me Thursday night. Come on. Jenna <laughs> Wade then. Uh, who's Jenna Wade? I don't know. Was she in Dallas or something? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of the name. Is she? She's a porn actress or something. <laughs> Hang on, I'm just I'm just looking up the message now from him. Let me see what he <laughs> uh, Jenna Wade. So. Anyway. Um, yep, okay. Jenna Coleman. Jenna Coleman it is. Okay. <laughs> take, take both with you. <laughs> I've still got dementia, haven't I? Uh, no. Okay, I think we've got time for one last question. Um, a Turtoma asks... And now this is definitely for you ladies who, who get to go to the games more often, obviously, than what I would. Um, what is your favourite Spurs song? And what is your favourite song about an individual Spurs player? Um, I'm going to quickly say, uh, about a player, I think my favourite was the song for Bobby. I just, I just loved that song. Tall daughter. Whoa. <laughs> it was so cute. I loved it. It was one of the first songs that I heard when I came over to watch a game, and I, and I enjoyed that. It was definitely my favourite. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Carol? Does he mean a song that Tottenham have had in the charts or that sort of thing? No. Song? No, he's talking a, 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 a song. A yeah, that the, the fans will sing yeah. about players and about the team oh, so two all, separate ones i was all ready to give a rendition of diamond lights diamond lights is a tune no my favorite chant is when i heard it white heart lane um, many moons ago when Phil Thompson was manager of Liverpool and it's so simple it's just sit down Pinocchio sit down <laughs> Pinocchio and I just think it's so funny I love it short and sweet short and sweet um, and my favourite one about a Tottenham player is probably you can stick Sol Campbell up your ass <laughs> <laughs> we've got Ledley, we've got Ledley, we've got Ledley at the back. <laughs> <laughs> Mezzo, you were singing songs, so tell us. Um, my favourite player one is the same as Carol's, actually. Oh, sorry, uh, the, darling. No, it's all right, but the version I've heard is John Terry, because I despise the man. So I'll, <laughs> but I've heard that being sung a few times, and... um. I like, I'm not going to sing it and because I yes, can't. And I'm no, I'm not singing. And it's, it's, this is the one I was singing along to last night. It's um, when I was a little boy, my mum bought me a toy and it's the Arsenal fan. And I'm going to fucking kick his head in because yeah. I would love that. And that I was singing that last night. So it was, was I. <laughs> by myself. <laughs> I, I was doing it in front of other people. <laughs> yeah, I just, it. yeah. Do you not know that one? Um, yeah, I'm not singing it either. Oh, come on. I'm sober. There's just no way. No, I'm, I'm always sober, but no, it's basically uh, she told me to kick his fucking head in and then it continues. It, it's, it's very rabble-rousing, I have to say. It is, absolutely. Um, yeah. My favourite player's song is the current Christian Eriksen one because that raises everybody. Sing it. Everybody gets... I'm not, part of I'm sober and I'm not singing, madam. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, but you know 
know what? Me, I don't get to go, so I don't hear these songs, and and a lot of our listeners don't. Come get on, to brothers, hear you'll have heard the Ericsson song. They were singing it last night. Ericsson. Yeah. Yeah, I don't because like that. Goes back. I, I do like not that. like that. I it, I just like. What's the point? Because Is that it, the one you mean, brothers? Yeah. Okay. The one that they started when he first signed for us. Ericsson. So, Ericsson. Yeah. Is that all they do? No, I'm not singing it. <laughs> nice try. Trying to get that, that was very not so much. <laughs> is it? Yeah, if it's the one that goes to the left, to the right, yeah. Is yeah, it that one? It's that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that gets on my nerves. I don't know why. I just really like it. I, can, it was, I find that yeah. a bit complicated. I like simple stuff. Digging <laughs> <laughs> up your ass. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Nikki, any preferences? <laughs> Um, I'm just trying to think, uh, besides the, the Bobby one, um, actually, gosh, there must have been a thing about singing last night because Paul was singing that song, uh, uh, that um, 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 we all know that there's going to be a show and the Tottenham Hotspur are going to be there. I, mm. I, I, the words escape me for a minute. Um, oh, you're right. How does it go? Carol, help me out. Um, say the words again. I forgot. Um, it, it sort of ends where it says, where it goes. We are, we we know that there's going to be a show, and the Tottenham Hotspur will be there. Yeah, it's a grand it. old team to play for. Exactly. Yes. Yes. It's a grand go, old one. team to, to play, play for. Yes, no? that one. There you yeah. go. I like that one. Um, probably because Paul sings it all the time. <laughs> but, but yeah. Uh, and I suppose. I think I like all the chants really because they just kind of you, you kind of just feel so it's a it's a very British thing isn't it with all the singing and and the fans getting behind the players and and everything it's it's quite nice I, I remember last year when we were there for the the Forest game the first one on the Wednesday when Mason scored or he made his debut and scored um, and I had he will die if I mention his name, but I had a friend there um, who is a, a Man United supporter and he was even cheering for Tottenham. He was getting into the game and he was even singing our songs. <laughs> I think so, the, the, yeah. the away fans have some really, really good songs as well. The base support is brilliant and they have like songs that they sing at the away game. So um, a lot of them you don't hear at Tottenham. So that's, they're, they're quite good. I'm very bored with hearing everywhere we go. Yes, me too. I don't like that. It's not Spurs specific. It's well, football it's, generic. It's not, it's not yeah. specific to home games. It's when you're away, really. You it's it must be a away song, isn't it? But yeah. it's not specific to Spurs. No, everybody's everybody bloody singing it. If it makes a noise at the lane, then who cares? Well, I know. It's just a, I'm a bit like, oh, really? Can I sit this one out? Yeah. Um, is the <laughs> opposite to that. Sorry. <laughs> Hijack everything. <laughs> Anyway, okay, ladies, I think that's uh, that kind of wraps up the evening for us. Um, thank you so much, as always, for joining me. This was fun. Thanks. Thank so you. good to speak to all of you again. We don't do this enough. Yeah. Yes. Nice time zones and things. Uh, I know. We must arrange another another off air chat. <laughs> 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 but anyway, so thank you, ladies, and and thank you to our pod bitch, Jeb, for taking the back seat. 
I love it. He's going to kill me for this. <laughs> He'll edit You're that never going to do another one of these again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to say to him when I see him Thursday and go, Oi, pod bitch, come here. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki's oh. lucky. lucky she has a pod bitch and a wine bitch in her life. Yeah, and a tea bitch. And she's not here to, to face the wrath of Javad either. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, but he'll love us all the same. <laughs> I think he'll like being known as our bitch. <laughs> our pod bitch. <laughs> okay, thanks again, girls. Um, future's bright, the future's Lily White. Good night. in the dirt. Now gather around and sing it out and we'll talk out.